Hello, everyone. It's your boy, it's Jimmy Daz and Defar. How's Def it going, back. Back, back again. again. There back. he is. Hey, look yes. at his beautiful little face. Yeah, he is. He's so excited. I love seeing his face. <laughs> I know. It's good to be back, boys. Good to yeah, be back. Yeah, man. And it's the most wonderful time of the year, lads. It's album of the year time. It's fucking Already. here again, isn't Already. it? Already. Already. It's gone so Four. quick, man. 12 months of stressing and moving lists about and, oh, is that going to be in there? Ain't it going to be in there? Oh, what do you reckon on this album? Oh, all comes down to this. Yeah, and you, as you always say to me, Jim, it's only a bit of fun. It is only a bit of fun, isn't it, mate, at the end of kind the day? Kind of, but it gets a bit out of hand, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it starts off as a bit of fun, and then when you're yeah. sat there at it's 2 o'clock in the morning... When it's fun it's, <laughs> it's only fun when it's complete. That's you know, it. like you know, like when you're kids and it's like a bit of fun, but then you like start getting serious and someone goes crying. It's like, nah, yeah, yeah, you hurt me. Dad hasn't got this in his top forty. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was gonna when he's at the time. He said it was. <laughs> uh, so for anyone who hasn't listened to our album year shows in the past, we do a top forty in a tier system: bronze, silver, gold platinum for each tier we'll pick a favorite album culminating obviously in our overall number one at the end of platinum so this is the third year we've been doing the tier system um how do you think 2023 has compared to the previous years because i think the quality has been just as high but we've had way more top 40 contenders this year like for me absolutely this could have i could have easily done a top 80 easily because i hear it's been there's been so much and there's been so much quite it's been very very difficult leaving stuff out and yeah i could have probably done an, an alternate top 40 yeah here yeah, probably just as strong as the 40 that i've got yeah I, I went back on topsters to when we first started it's stronger my bronze i and feel is the strongest bronze tier especially oh 100 percent i've it's, got shit in here that like i'm embarrassed <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's in there Oi, but it's in there that's, that's the, the thing. main thing it's in there that's yeah, the thing Def. if it's in here then that it, means it's, it's an elite winner. record yes, you elite. know what i mean that's the thing but, isn't it for yeah. this quality mate if it's beaten all the other albums yeah and it's in our 40 it's golden mate yeah that's it. Day. That's um, it but it's the same as every year this tier bronze tier is it's, the biggest elm street yes out of all of them it's yes. just <laughs> Every yeah. year, this is the one that fucking chops and changes and stuff goes in and out. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's just, horrible. yeah, it's yeah, this one never gets any easier, does it? Like, <laughs> honestly. Um, right, so let's kick things off then, lads, shall we? Album of the year 2023. Here we go. I'm going to kick things off with an album that came out in February on Ripple Music Hail the Void, Memento Mori. Oh my God. Mate, this is an absolutely stunning record. Hypnotic, it's memorable, it's powerful, it's fucking beautiful. Um, Def, you said when we did a roundup, this is a juggernaut. It it? It's a, a juggernaut, juggernaut mate, of a record. Um, when it locks into those mammoth grooves, man, forget about it. Like, if you like Corrosion of Conformity, Alice in Chains, Sabbath, like, this is a must listen. Um, the vocals from Kieran Goodmanson are sensational. Like, yes. you. You just have to hear his voice, man. So powerful, so soulful. Just a really masterful performance from him. Bit of Lane Staley in there, bit of Danzig in his voice. 
production's first class. It's fucking crushingly heavy, but with so much warmth. Um, just a proper jaw dropper. This record. Um, favorite track, writing on the wall. Yes, banger. It's always in my head, man. So yeah, my first pick. Hail the void, Memento Mori. Good pick, mate. Those Canadians don't miss. They don't miss, man, do they? Never. Never miss. So from Canada straight to Poland. Order form. Oh, ooh, I knew this would be in the order. Yeah, it ha- had to be in. So I thought it was fitting to kick it off, especially in this time of year, isn't it, where it's dark and it's basically minus two outside already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Polish black metal, bit of a death metal flourish. Um intense razor wire tremolo riffs plenty of atmosphere the band like to explore a bit of uh the doomier side of things which can be found in songs like ceremony there's mournful songs on here there's a lot of comparisons to sort of like garea yeah. yeah but there's a lot of speed and aggression which is is quite common throughout the drumming on here is absolutely fucking flames mate outrageous <laughs> you know we were we were blown away when this came out they're such a young yeah, yeah, band we and they, we just were, we their, they just got their tops off in the woods mate and it's freezing i don't know what yeah their promo picks are so good aren't they yeah unbelievable like that takes some Absolute proper bollocks mate, yes but yeah, you man. know um some quality tracks on here exile worthless worthless is my favorite one on there um you know the closing song that i won't try to pronounce <laughs> um, just builds and builds and the violins come in and then everything goes berserk and just grandiose operatic album closer and um it's a magnificent record so that's my first pick hoarder form nice one daz good pick great pick right i'm kicking off an album that came out all the way back in february 17th to be precise third album from our very good friend of the show, Hell Ripper, Warlock's Grim, and Withered Hags. Holy moly, Dad. Right, this opening. is... Yeah. <laughs> already Dad's thrown a Already hit. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Already, no, this is just going to be wild. Woo! This is going to be wild, mate. This, was, <laughs> one, this yeah. was one of the albums that was so difficult to place because it's been in... Every tier. a couple of pretty much yeah pretty much yeah. every tier it's like and I'm I'm funny yeah and it's trying to find an order for it but I thought I think it, it's got to open it's it doesn't mean it's 40th on the list no of course not let's mate. get that right it's what but, we've been saying isn't it yeah we've been fans of Hell Ripper from pretty much the beginning you know since we've been doing the podcast I feel this album is like the opus for James. I feel it's the one that is now getting James the recognition he deserves. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. The song out that wheelhouse, isn't he? Well, yeah, you know, coagulating darkness and the fear of the poison. Very, very similar. Fast, frantic, yeah. black and fresh, as you would expect, you know, but very catchy melodies. This one you know there's more tempo changes. The songwriting seems to be, you know, as improved you know, the musicianship, you know, there's the tempo changes, you know, there's a lot more black metal in there. You know, Ida Siva has that great cradle of filth section in the chorus. Yeah. You know, there's more atmosphere in the, so it feels more storytelling for the album, which not saying that the other ones weren't, but I feel this one is more of an album that you may need a little bit more thinking about 
It's a journey, mate, this one. It's a it? journey, and it's a fucking great journey as well. You know, everything I feel is a step up. You know, his vocal performance, his production. You know, he does everything, doesn't he? He does the drums. He does He does the whole lot. And obviously, then the live band come in, probably think, oh, for fuck's sake, James. What, <laughs> yeah, what you got to do? Like, yeah, we done? know. Yeah, you know, we, we know what we're going to do. It's going to be, you know, fast drums and that. And then they see, you know, hang on, it's changed. We slow down. What's going on here? You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it's an album that I've carried on going through. It was always going to be in the 40. Um, It's just very well written, black and speed metal, fresh. And hopefully now, like I said, I've seen a a lot of the review. I think a lot more people now taking notice and I can't wait to see where the next album goes. Cause I feel now that it's only going to be getting better and better now. And he's getting bigger and bigger. He's playing bigger venues you know, bigger festivals. So, yeah, a wonderful album to uh, for me to kick off bronze. Hell Ripper, Warlock's Grim, and Withered Hags. What a title as well. Yeah, nice time. one, mate. Yeah, wow. What a way to kick off, Death. We're in, mate. Uh, We're in. Right, so pick number two for me came out in May on Marshall Records. Death, one of our favourite bands oh! of all time. Therapy with Hard oh, Cold Fire. Mate. Yes, um, a band that just fucking deserved the world. Like nobody yes. writes these riff heavy rock songs bordering on metal with pop sensibilities all wrapped up in dark black humor like therapy do. Yes. Andy Cairns is one of the finest songwriter songwriters to ever grace rock music full stop. Like any genre, any subgenre you want to care to talk about Andy Cairns should be up there as one of the greatest songwriters. Agree. Agree. Like the melodies and the hooks and the choruses on this are so fucking infectious. Um, it's like therapy of old, isn't it? Like those older yeah. ones with those big yeah, yeah, yeah. choruses and anthems. Isn't Chunky it? Yeah. riffs, mate, all over it. Like this yeah. album is just everything therapy have been doing brilliantly for 30 years. Yes. Like just putting out great, great music, regardless of trends, regardless of what's going on. Therapy, just doing therapy things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so many great tracks on here, but the one I've gone, my favourite track on here, Poundland of Hope and Glory. What fucking shit? Uh, it's just all, mate, uh, that chorus just is it, in your yes. head all the time, man. So, yeah, like th- this was, this has been in here since it came out. Oh, wow. It hasn't moved. It hasn't, like gone, it hasn't gone anywhere, mate. Yeah. So pick number two for me, Therapy, Hard Cold Fire. Right. Pick number two for me is also one of my all time sort of favourite bands. Unearth the wretched and the ruinous. Oh yes, that's great yeah. album, does. Yep, yeah, absolutely wonderful album. I mean, it's unearth, as you said with therapy, it's unearth doing unearth things. Mm. Um, but they sound so much more reinvigorated on this yes. record. Yeah, they, they dropped yes. extinction a lot. Yes. Oh, death when they dropped extinctions. I, oh, I didn't like, mind that. Up. I know it gets. I know. I know. Well, Trevor they, it... sounded so blown out, and I was like, yes. God, has he? Yeah. Has he had it? The days passed. But he's come out on this absolutely yes. hitting dingers, Juiced mate. Stop. Yes, oh, mate, my yeah. God, just on Those... the roids. Roids, <laughs> pure roids, <laughs> mate. Fucking pure roided up, mate. Just giving it some. <laughs> um, you know, the lead work, absolutely unbelievable. Mellow Death sort of peppered in. It's intense. It's as, as intense as the Oncoming Storm, which is one of my greatest albums mm. of all time. As far as I'm concerned, in the metalcore wheelhouse, 
not really much else to say really apart from it's an album that I've been going back to time and time again and the title track is phenomenal with that no heroes yes class man in my head all the time eradicator massive tune broken arrow pure uh, hardcore vibes yes i yes. think that's um buzz mcgrath deserves a a huge shout out because obviously ken susie's left the band now so he's just picked up the mantle of the songwriting and and it just sounds like you said so so much more fresh and invigorated doesn't it? it's kind of crazy isn't it yeah and you know, it yeah. seems like we're not going to won't be waiting long for the next round. Oh, what have you seen, Dan? Is there stuff doing the well, old social? Was, well, they've they've signed a, on a new label, haven't they? So, oh, nice. New, I didn't, new I album. Must have missed that. Missed yes, it. next year already. Who are they signed to? Can't Do you know, remember. Do you remember? Can't oh, remember. Mate, new album next year. Next, fucking yeah. Out. That buzz is there, mate. Just buzzing off his tits. Just yes. whacking out riff just after riff. Massive riffs, mate. So, <laughs> like um, it ain't no thing. <laughs> yeah, really excited to see what they do next Um, because they sound absolutely fantastic again. So yeah. unearth the wretched and the ruinous. Quality pick, pick, mate. Great pick, mate. Right, this could be shock number one. Which one? One? Probably, uh, yeah. Sure, I've, I've <laughs> this this one, is though. probably one that you wouldn't think would be in here it might be in a forgotten classic i don't think i'm quite positive that you wouldn't have this in your 40 okay i'm pretty sure so it was released 7th of april self-released debut album from paraphilia the memory of death given form nice i listened to this the other week death actually mate Mm. this is this i keep going back to this because this was one that i like it is it good enough? Every time I go back, a fucking course it is. <laughs> Cosmic death slap. It's like suffocation in space. It is. Yeah. From the getting <laughs> it up is. It. It's, you yeah. know, Ironically, you would be suffocated if you were in space. Oh, mate. Yeah, mate. Star riffs. Mate, from the get-go, no intros, no interludes. You get dealt with crushing, face-melting, cosmic pummeling. <gasps> Cosmic Space Vibe <laughs> goes hand in hand with death metal, and it's another example of grade A brilliance. Wonderfully layered riffs, great tempo changes and patterns. You can pick out the hooks, all crafted in an out of this world atmosphere. You know, some of the sounds you hear on there, like the atmosphere, just cries space. You just mm. automatically you think you're on this fucking spaceship. Very well crafted. Guitar play is fucking frenzied mate it's it's incredible every melody is, is like stank face central <laughs> it's only two piece aren't they yeah well. just, that's exactly yeah. what i was gonna say just to rub it in it's they're a two-piece band the level of quality and crushing audio you get is unbelievable production is great the level of detail in every track it doesn't miss a beat it's mixed by floor van kike who also did the corpse album with a k um yeah, oh, the al- yeah, yeah. yeah, the album artwork gives an indication of what you're entering as soon yeah, as you press that. play. Um, it was done by, I think, both band members, which does, adds another string to their already impressive bow. And when you end on a bloodbath cover, Eaton. Yeah, that's class. That, I mate. think that's a, a job well done. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we- yeah a fucking great album. <laughs> it's just literally nonstop. Um and I think if we're taking prizes for best logos, paraphilia got to be on that podium. Oh, mate. Right, that logo, right there, man. That yeah, logo yeah. mate, is fucking sick. Um, yeah. Favourite track, 
the second track, Stelephorus I'm Making, is just pummel heaven, mate. It's great. I love this album. Um, yeah. So that's pick number two, Paraphilia, The Memory of Death Given Form. Lovely stuff, oh, mate. Oh, a nice little blend of uh, mm. of shit so far, isn't it? So, um, right, moving on to pick number three then for me. This came out in May on Nuclear Blast, Immortal, War Against All. Yes, mate. Um, if like if you wondered whether Demon has still had it, all, yes. all bets were off after three tracks, man. Like those first three tracks on this record, Frosty, Windswept, Brilliance. Like the opening title track is one of the catchiest, most fist pumping tunes of the year. So, um, like, yes, it's got so much stomp on this record, so much swagger, so much power. Production's really nice and crisp. Demon has just like we were just saying with Buzz McGraw, just knocking out riffs for fun on this record, man. Like he's a he's a machine. Um, his vocals are brilliant as well on here. Yeah. Like he's obviously got a very different uh, approach than Abath has, but I really love Demon as his vocals. They really suit this style of music, yes. don't they? Yeah, um, they do. So many great tracks on here. I went backwards and forwards on this for a favorite track between the first, like I said, the the opening track. But I've gone with No Sun, which is Ooh. yeah a brilliant track, man. That um through the cold wind and snow like gets me <laughs> yeah, every snow. time man it had to be that one so yeah pick number three for me war against all by immortal wonderful pick um, my next pick is change the way you think about pain by incendiary oh, oh wow. wow yeah great record this does yeah. great yeah, this, great record yeah i absolutely love this band um for those of you who don't know, though, it's metallic hardcore, but there's so much more going on yes. within this record. There's kind of like, um, you know, loads of like really nuanced stuff going on. Like it's it's kind of difficult to like put it into words. You kind of have to listen to it. There's lots of different things in there, isn't there, Jim? It's not straight up hardcore. This no. mate. there's loads of like, I don't want to give too much away, but there's there's loads of like uh, alternative rock um, yeah. vibes and stuff, and like rage against the machine vibes and stuff like that so it's a very it's a very different hardcore album isn't it to the norm isn't it Mm. yeah but it's like really um you know fired up real passionate um brendan garone's vocal style unbelievable mate great pure new york hardcore style but his delivery and wordplay is like up there with you know gridiron sort of levels in it yeah yeah definitely man yes it's a brilliant record it's got a great um, voice, really unique sort of voice. Rob and Brian on the guitars, as I said, there's so much going on. They're kind of like just doing all this weird, like machine head sort of esque pinch yes. harmonic stuff. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was one thing we picked up when we reviewed the album, wasn't it? When we did the album review of it, was those yeah. machine head vibes. Mate, it's so good. I think Rats in the Cellar has got to be one of the catchiest yes. choruses of the year. Oh, no question. Yes. Oh, God, so good, it's mate. so good, mate. Unbelievable. Um, so, you know, I recently went back to this album and it's still like easily the most intense um, musical statement put to disc, I think, for this year. It's like someone dropping um, a bomb in your headphones every time, isn't it? Yeah. 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 You know, they've got a lot to say and they're pretty angry about society as we all can be at times so 
very captivating and well-crafted metalcore album. So that's my pick. Incendiary, change the way you think about pain. Great pick, man. Great pick, mate. Okay, pick number three for me was released 8th of September. It's the second album. It's self-released. I think we got a bit of a theme here. Death Metal. The band, Hanging Fortress, Suspended oh, in Torment. Come on, okay, mate. Okay, okay, yeah, I fucking <laughs> fell in love with this album, mate, on first listen, as you yeah, always know. More heavier album than the debut. This got much more pace, more aggression. It feels like the three years since the debut have been good to the band. I feel that they've improved massively. Not that the debut yeah. was great, because the debut, me, we loved that, that yeah, fucking debut. We loved it. But I just feel they've streamlined their sound, and I feel now this is where they go from now. Uh, yeah. And again, another theme. They take no time in smashing your face in with the opening track, Scalped. Does exactly that. Guitar plays on here is a massive step up. Some real nice slides and harmonies on here as well. Guitars are more looser. The riffs breathe with more grooves and some real chunky breakdowns. The pacing throughout the tracks is the impressive feature. And it takes unexpected twists and turns, which the debut didn't. Mm. And I like that. You know, they go into that 4-4 and then all of a sudden they go into like a two-step. And, you know, and vice versa. You know, it keeps you sort of second-guessing what sort of beat you're going to get. You're not getting your standard sort of death metal. Sort of, you're getting a bit more sort of hardcore flavor in there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, production is clean uh, for a death metal album. Guitars are loud. They're precise. You can hear every chord being assaulted. The drums have a real sick punch to them, a real ping that makes the tracks a little bit better. And it's only 29 minutes. You know, it showcases the talent that the band have. And they're a young band. And um, yeah. You know, the songs are a perfect length. That's what she said. Hey. <laughs> there's no there's there's no waste on here. You know, Ian Writer is on vocals. Ian Writer, Writer, Writer. <laughs> he puts in, I would say, one of my favourite vocal performances of the year. You know, he's got that chameleon type vibe. You know, he's got those low demonic growls. And then he just jumps into these high pitched sort of screeches. And it's effortless. It's like it's nothing to him. You know, he just sounds like a beast. You've got the dual guitar attack uh, on here. You know, it's a groove match made in heaven. Uh, yeah, it's just a fucking great album. And hopefully they can continue and, you know, take on from here because it's just, it's a fucking great album. Yeah, it's a big step up, man. Massive step up. Favourite track, Strewn Across the Altar. Unbelievable. First couple of minutes of that track, mate. Nasty title as well, isn't it? Woo! Yeah, yeah, it is, man. Unreal. So, yeah, (laughs) pick three, Hanging Fortress, Suspended in Torment. Beautiful, mate. Okay, I think kind of in the same wheelhouse, I think, my next pick. um, Came out in March on Profound Law, Cruelty, Untopia. Ooh! Um, Punishing hardcore with doom and sludge and death metal influences. Again, like death, like you said, it's like having a skull bashed in with a baseball bat, man, this record. Massive fat grooves, catchy riffs, punishing breakdowns, just so much uh, swagger all over this record. Um, produced by Taylor Young, so obviously it sounds fucking brilliant. Um, guitar tones are thick, that bass rumbles, the drums, got that 90s hardcore, like mate, tight pin to the man. The drums mate, the on it are so good. Unreal. I think, Daz, 
seeing them, me and you saw them in Brighton, yeah. um, seeing them live cemented this as a top 40 album for me. Like it okay. didn't, soon as, as soon as we saw them, I remember listening to the record back on the train on the way home. Sounds different. And I was like, yo, this, this it, do you know hits what I mean? Different. It, like, it hits different. Yeah. yeah. Once you've seen it, it took on a whole new level of power, man. And it's been great to see them absolutely killing it since this yeah. record came out, especially in the States, isn't it? They're oh, mate, they're massive. they it up over there, man. It's wicked. So, yeah, I think there's big things to come from, from uh, Cruelty. Absolutely. My favourite track on here, Maze of Suffering. Oh, great song. Great listen, song. have some honour. Listen to this record. Have some yes. honour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cruelty, Untopia, man. Pick number four. My next pick is Drain Living Proof. Oh, nice, mate. Ooh. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, it's a. It, this is a great album, isn't it? You know, yeah. yes. if you open the album with a heater like Run Your Luck, yes. you're just taking the piss, aren't you? Right. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> taking the piss. Um, It's just such a fun album. I, you know, I even love the interlude, the little hip-hop, like, trappy... Well, that's wicked that mate, is yeah that's you know, wicked that is. I know a lot of people will kind of just like not so not so warm on that but like I, I don't mind it I um, liked it you know Imposter another absolute mother slapper yeah <laughs> like, you know um, Weight of the World that half time riffage yeah yeah man just 90s groove metal is injected into this record like peppered in which I thought was a nice touch from California cursed. Loads of them Pantera style riffs, mate, yeah. in there. Yeah. Much more Pantera style riffs in here. There's some Slayer esque thrash riffs in here. And then, of course, you've got um, the knocked loose sort of esque breakdowns, yeah. which are sort of partnered up with the lower type growls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just... Which they're just so key to exacerbating the dope breakdowns that they have. Yes, I, I I absolutely love this album, man. And to top it all off, that cover of Good Good Things, it's it's wicked, mate. That. It's mate. wicked. That is. Oh my god, dude! I wonder if we'll see a bit more of that from clean vocals from Sammy going forwards on. Yeah, do you I know mean, what I mean. Like, he, of, I, I think he's got similar. that melodic. I think he can do it, man. I think we I might think, get some I more out so. in the future. I think so. I mean, they could they could drop an album entirely with those sort of vocal. Well, like a proper oh. like skate punk, 90 yeah, skate like a, punk style. Yeah, 90 like. skate punk, yeah. Fucking wicked, mate. That was, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah, um, I've actually got in my notes, so I'd love to hear like a bit more of that from Sammy going mm. forward. And hopefully we do. And I've yeah. got a funny feeling we might. So Yeah, that's that was definitely a little experiment to see how yeah. it would go down in it, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, genius move. So that's Drain, Living Proof. Lovely, mate. Oh man, these albums so far, man. Ooh. I know, mate. You've been strong. Like we said, Def. Strong tier this year. Strong tier, mate. And I'm continuing that trend with pick four. Released 28th of April. Century Media Records. Third yeah. album. Yeah. 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 In- enforced. War remains. Oh my god. Come on. Crossover Rash. Yes. <laughs> so capital like- F. Mate, capital F, mate. <laughs> so, kill. We know Kilgrid put Enforced on the map. For me, War Remains has them owning that map. You know, they come onto Century Media. It's opened up the gates now for Enforced. Fucking sky's the limit. 
Kilgrid had the ingredients. War remains has stirred them in. I wrote that all by myself. Oh, oh, Man, I Analogy, definitely. I wrote that all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ready rips, fast-paced rhythms, the meaning of Frash is right here. Straight to the point. That's that's what you want, isn't it, with Frash? Yep. Straight to the point. War remains, it seems it's more up the ante album than the previous one. I think this one is a lot more energy. It's they're not fucking about on here. Um, it feels a step up. All the tracks here, they're perfect length again. That's what she said. No dross, no <laughs> laggy moments, just pure hellfire riffs. You know, they channel that 80s sort of heyday thrash with the future crossover sound. And they've got to be the ones that take the mantle from Power Trip. No, I don't know one will, but they've got to be the next contenders. I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. They have to be the next contenders because I feel this album has showcased that they can be. And with a front man like Knox Colby, he's yeah. it's one of the fr- top front men, man, in the Beast, genre. Super aggressive, super controlled. And when you've got both, guitar- you know, Will Wagstaff and Zach Monaghan, on those guitars, mate. Fuck me, mate. Precision of those riffs is ridiculous. Blend those grooves so easily. And then you got Ethan on bass giving those, you know, meaty feels. Alex Bishop, part of the Octopus family. You know, crossover <laughs> drumming at his finest. Production is awesome because the Knobmaster mixed it. What else do you expect? He's done Power Trip. He knows how it sounds. He knows what crossover the fresh first of many like. mentions, no doubt, of yes. the Knockmaster. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, an album that was always going to be in the 40. It's fucking ridiculous album. Um, favorite track, Hanged by My Hand. Absolute fresh classic, mate. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, pick four, Enforced, War Remains. Shall I tell you how you know how strong this year is? Uh, Death has had Hellripper and Enforced right at the top. Yeah. It, it, before. And we're hearing them this early, Daz. Mm, like, I can't you know, believe it, Jim. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, absolutely shit, we, we knew he'd throw what... us a few curveballs, didn't yeah, we? I didn't, but, know, yeah. I didn't know it was this early on. No, this early, early, oh, I'll tell, it, gets like, wow. no, worse. Worse. it gets worse. Me either, Mr. Brother. It gets worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. Um, <laughs> it gets worse. <sighs> right, so talking of curveballs, this is one of my biggest of the year. Yes. I can't believe this. Came out in January on Napalm Records. Ahab, the coral tombs. Oh my god! Oh god! If wow! You'd, if you'd have told me a nautical doom album would be on my top forty list, I'd have laughed you out of town, bro. Like, how? Wow. I never would have expected that. Well, I wouldn't have expected it, Def. But this album, I literally, it was one of the you know, you know, them ones that hang around the bottom. They yeah. hang about, don't they? Yeah. And you're never quite sure if they're going to be. I went back and listened to it the other week. And it clicked. Um, with the Sony's on. No, I think it, it clicked straight away, mate. But I re-remembered why I loved it so much when it came yes. out. And I just remembered everything about it. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, of course it's in. Of that's, course it's in. That, that's okay. what happens. Um, that's the magic, isn't it? That's the magic, Def. Um, but obviously based on Jules Verne's to uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Like, So this is a, a, essentially a musical mm. journey of what those people in the story would have experienced. And it's just fucking brilliant, man. It goes from crushingly heavy to serene to all parts in between those two like po- poles. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's a real immersive experience. Right? When you listen to it with the headphones on, you can just get lost in this record, man. Like uh, the guitar tones are fucking sublime on here, weighty and hefty, but with a real clarity. Um, 
Daniel Drost vocal range on here. His oh, vocal performance is brilliant. He's got that Ackerfelt style bellow, bellowing guttural to him. Um, that, but then he's got that creepy, clean, like almost like chanted style as well. It's just a wonderfully crafted record, this. Um, and yeah, I, I'd never have thought this would have been a top 40 record for me, but here we are. And wow, favorite track. Colossus of the Liquid Graves is what one title. of what the titles of the year, bro. Fucking title. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. So there we go. Halfway through the list, Ahab, the Coral Tombs. Come on, mate. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, weird. Right. My next pick is New, new Boys on the Block, Never Ending Game. Oh, Daz, I didn't think this would be in there for you. No, you've not I really, you've not really ones, talked Jim, about this one. This, oh, this, is, this is shot number two. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Like shot this. number two, midway through the three. Yeah, man. Fucking hell. You never me, and Def have, me and Def have gone off about this. And like, yeah. You yeah, got yeah. kept quiet and you sneaky yeah. little bastard. Like, I mean, <laughs> it took a little while to kind of, kind of like gel, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I wasn't massively warm to mikey's vocals but now they're amazing mm. so that's yeah, the first yeah. thing that i want to touch on really i think he has easily one of the most unique voices in music period uh-huh. do you know what i think he's got that he's got a very old school new york hardcore yeah style to his voice yeah like he's got the pizzazz it's like aggressive and but like so emotive mm. Mm-hmm. And he adds these little vocal change-ups that kind of make his flow really interesting and fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, they're such a great band, man. Never Die, absolute barn burner of a tune. Bang, with, um, is that with Justice? Yes. A, yes. yes. From Trapped Under Ice, like, oh, such man. a banger. And you know, hardcore anthemic banger of the year, Tank On E. Oh mate, we it's, know about that track. We mate. are, mate. That track lives in here, right in my heart. Yeah, right there. <laughs> it's it's a song that I feels kind of really like. It's not like it hasn't been done before by kind of bands like Madball and stuff, but it does feel like it kind of pushes more boundaries. Yeah, than the usual blueprint. I think it's just so brilliantly done. I like that that song. If the fucking if the charts were actually had good music in them, Tank on E would have been, should be well, at the top Fern, of Fern, yeah. Fern Cotton would be saying, and week number seven yeah, again mate. at number one. Yeah, yeah. They should yeah. be jumping around on top of the pops, man. Never ending game, do you know what I mean? Exactly, <laughs> They're definitely kind of one of those bands, aren't they? They just naturally know how to write insane songs. Yes. Yeah. And crazy mosh parts. But the guitarist, Will, he's also like responsible for creating Gridiron. Oh, the so boy can he, riff, man. He, the yes. boy can riff. Yes. The yes. boy's got riffs. Oh, too many of them. And also, they're from Detroit as well, so you know they're just like whipping out their massive dongs. <laughs> you know, if you're coming in, you're coming out from Detroit, like they're just swinging. Yeah, you know, they, they're coming to muscle cars. Mate, yeah. I love that city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put your yeah. hands up for Detroit, boys. Put your hands up for Detroit. <laughs> But yeah, they just create um, such a great album by blending a load of different elements. And, you know, they keep some old and they keep some new. 
but they're always pushing boundaries and creating something fresh and new. Absolutely, mate. So, um, yeah, that's my pick. Never ending game. Oh, cry. Class. Nice. Class, mate. Right. What are we on? Pick five? Halfway through, mate. Oh, my God. Halfway through, boy. I I think this could be one that you may have not thought was on my 40. I'll see when I say it. Another Century Media album, 14th of April. Second album from Jesus Peace. So unknown. Yes, Defa. Yes, my son. Yes. God, blimey. This was one was always in the 40. The Mm -hmm. first time I heard it, it was in. It may have moved positions. It was never fucking leaving. You know, this, I loved the debut. That was your sort of typical hardcore, but there was always something different about Jesus Peace. And I think this album showcases that different. It's already a transition. It's hardcore into, taking hardcore into a new realm with that sort of industrial new wave code orange sort of style you know they're sort of going back to what code orange were yeah 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 yeah. code orange kids and forever sort of vibes they still retain that hardcore energy energetic riffs catchy lead work even catchier breakdowns the guitar leads man are fucking step up man unbelievable maintains an uneasy dark atmosphere throughout and they you know, very familiar to old school Code Orange. It just keeps you guessing. Yeah. Breakdowns come in at points where you don't expect it. Tempo changes when you least expect it. But at the end of the day, it's pit music. You know what I mean? Make sure you've stretched your hammies because you're going to be spin <laughs> kicking for the duration of this album, mate. It's fucking ridiculous. And when you've got someone like Aaron Hurd on vocals, mate. Ah, oh, what a performance, he, man. Mate, his what vocals are perfect, mate. He's got that core feel low growls almost death metal like but in combining with those riffs it's just a great combo production on the album is fucking unbelievable exactly what you want from sort of this heavy hardcore randy frank both is on duties <laughs> so all the instruments everything just sounds crisp and chunky and it's 28 minutes long. There's no fat on the album. It just gets straight to the point. There's no time wasting. There's no fillers. It's literally bang, 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 bang. Job done. Yeah. And it, it's got playback factor over and over again. Fucking phenomenal album. And again, I hope Jesus Peace keep going this way because I love, like Never Ending Game with Dads, it's hardcore in a different, not your typical hardcore. There's these different obstacles in it and a different sound. and. Yeah, all for it. Tunnel Vision is my favourite track. Absolute fucking hard as nails track, man. Big tune, so, man. yeah, pick five, Jesus Peace, so unknown. Lovely. Okay, pick number six for me. Def, I think this is an album you like. Um, this came out in April, Century Media. Uh, Jesus Peace, so unknown. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man gif. I was about to say it. There you go. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, mate. Everything you've said, inventive, smart, ambitious, heavy as fuck, OG, like metalcore, hardcore. There's so much in this uh, 27.45 runtime. It's fucking insane what they cram into here. It's it's so cohesive, masterfully mapped out, man. Massive grooves, hulking breakdowns, chugs, 
two steps fucking and then you've got all their moments of atmosphere where they just let you breathe for a second before they then cage your skull in all yeah, over and again punch you in the throat at the same time yes. yeah it's brilliant man like that og metalcore sound don't get much better than this record and like you dev this is one that just this hasn't left that 40 yeah. the whole it's moved because stuff has come out later I in the did, year. I but... did think it would be higher for you, but I knew it was going to be in your forty. This, yeah, it's... I thought it would. I thought it would be maybe a bit higher. Def, this has been a victim of an album that came out about two weeks ago. So, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I, I hear you, mate. I hear yeah, you, yeah. mate. I fucking, I know exactly what you're on about. Yeah. Yes, but um, yeah, my favorite track on here, <laughs> Def, "Fear of Failure." is an absolute belt. there's no wrong choice mate there's no wrong choice but yeah album number six for me jesus peace so unknown first double first double first double mate right then lads come on dad coming on coming on century media records is uh jesus (laughs) (laughs) um i've gone with dying wish symptoms of survival Oh, wicked, mate. Wicked record. Yeah, really great record, man. They play the sort of type of metallic hardcore that was really prominent in the like 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Emma just does such a great job like of vocal supremacy, mate. Um, if you want, mate, one of the biggest vocal glow ups of the year, oh, I think, for me. God. Well, I remember like listening to their demo ages ago before they even put out their first record and the cleans on that i thought were unbelievable but yeah like no i don't think anyone can hold a flame to emma's cleans no not at the moment man. i'm real you know, i'm real cleans you know and again like cruelty they are a band that's completely like blown up and well rightly so you know they're, mm-hmm. they're really well respected and loved Rabid fan base, rabid fan base. I mean, they're fucking massive, aren't they? Dying yeah. Wish, yeah, yeah, great band name as well. But yeah, it's just the nostalgia factor is a huge part of why this band are in my top 40. Emma's screams and growls, as I said, some of the best in the scene. It's 33 minutes of lean, hard hitting metalcore with some of the biggest choruses you'll hear this year and some of the even bigger breakdowns absolutely masterful record and as we touched on it's just really great to see the band thriving and it's great to have that style of music to sound so fresh again yeah 20 odd years later i think it it took a lot of people back wasn't it to those sort of early 2000 sort of metalcore era albums and i think a lot of people when they were listened to it, I think were quite surprised, wasn't it? And they've just done it so much better than a lot yeah. of bands can do it, mate. That's yeah, the, yeah. that's the thing with Dying Wish. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to pick a song off of here really. Watch my promise die. I love that song. That's June. my favourite probably on that. Um, Kiss of Judas is a banger as well. Yeah. It's all deadly man, so it was an easy shoe in for me. Dying Wish, symptoms of survival. Class mate. Nice. Right. Pick six. Jesus Christ. Another another Century Media album. Good year, man. 19th of May. Second album. Frozen Soul. Glacial Domination. Always going to be in here, mate. Yep. 
They retain that cavernous tone, but add more grooves for your buck and more. <laughs> Compared to, you know, we love Crypt Device. That was definitely more in that sort of proper, you know, cavernous death metal world. I feel this one, you know, few people probably went a bit off Frozen Soul because they probably felt this was a bit too commercial. Mm. Death metal. I I've seen just that, see it. I see this as... I know, you know, if they carried on going down this path of this cavernous death metal, how many bands have we got? You're going to get swallowed up eventually. So I think so they take, they've taken this turn and it's, it's not commercial. It's just, it's, I call it easy listening death metal because, you know, you get everything you need. You don't have to think about anything. It's just, you know, really catchy. It's still fucking heavy. It's still got sick breakdowns. There's still load of catchy patterns. Yeah. It's faster paced than Crypt Device. It's faster. Yeah. It is. Star Town yeah. sounds yeah, huge, is. crisp, clean tones. Why wouldn't you enjoy this album? I don't I don't understand it. It is a big step up. It's like a modern soundtrack to the thing, like we mentioned uh before. You know, there's John Carpenter S Synths popping in and out um of the album, just gives that horror vibe. You know, that something else has been unearthed. You know, they sprinkle a little bit, you know, new elements to the record. Uh, and naming a track after your band is a big ball. It's always man. a winner, isn't it, man? It's always a winner, man. And a fucking hell, man. What a, what a track that is, man. I'll come back to that track. Chad sounds great as always. His vocals improved dramatically. A real flow to his voice. He's got a great tone. The guitarists are fucking unreal. Michael and Chris, unreal, mate. They shred, they pinch. They just drive this album towards oblivion. Sam on bass keeps that sound thick with a capital F. And then you got Matt Dernard's <laughs> drumming. It's just superb. All round, it's high quality level. And then to have someone of Matt Hafey producing your album, it's going to sound fucking real fucking good on here you know uh i think there's no more much to say you know artwork is incredible by our mate james yeah man you know uh john gallagher dying fetus is on morbid effigy you know so if he didn't want if you know if they can get him they could still claw in anyone they want to do feature tracks for him frozen soul are going nowhere man they're still gonna their next album is going to be incredible we already know it and we haven't even heard anything yet you know they're a great band they're just taking it into a different direction, which is okay for me because it's in my top 40. Fave track, like I mentioned before, that's you know, Frozen Soul. One of the best choruses, man. So yeah, fucking so catchy, catchy, man. Yeah, yeah. So good, man. And yeah, so pick six, Frozen Soul, Glacial Domination. Banger. Lovely stuff, mate. Okay, pick number seven. Um, kind of in the same world, I guess. This came out in February. Century Media again. Sanguisugabog, Homicidal, Ecstasy. Like, I really like the first record, but this is a huge step up, man. Um, I said it before about this band. Their sound is a lot more complex and technical than they get credit for. Yes. Like, they get lumped in as this dumb, stupid... They're not that at all. Like, they're really not. Um. This is super catchy, super fun. Impossible not to bang your head to this record, man. Um, 
12 tracks in 45 minutes, like the quality doesn't dip once on this record. Like from front to back, it's a, just an absolute ripper. So consistent. Sonically, one of the heaviest sounding records of the year. Like yeah. ridiculous. You know, Kurt Ballou's involved, so it's going to be, it's, you yeah. know it's going to sound great. Mm-hmm. That down-tuned guitar tone, man, is... It will that can it will level buildings that guitar tone. <laughs> it's that fucking big. The drums sound brilliant, and one of the best drum performances of the year, I think. On this, oh record. yeah, yes, yeah. drums sound fucking incredible. The drumming is outrageously good on this record. It's a great, great record front to back. But I think to finish an album with a track as good as "Feening for Bloodshed" uh, is wit- just such a wicked song. Yeah. It's just amazing. So, yeah, that would be my favorite track on the album. And yeah, pick number seven for me Sangra Sugabog, Homicidal Ecstasy. I really think they're going to shock some people with the next album. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because they showcase what they can do on that last track. And I think, you know, I think the next one's going to be. It's the one. I think it's the one. When yeah. you've been co signed by Devoutment, like it's over, isn't it? Yeah, forget about it. So, great pick, man. Um, My next pick is infinite psychic depths from out of heaven oh nice oh nice mate nice 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 yeah um as you both know it was a record that i was long awaiting oh yeah long. <laughs> remember it turned into a meme mate it's like, <laughs> this friday lads it's gonna be it's gonna happen this friday i'm telling you uh, and it finally did and um you know i actually can't believe this is in the bronze tier to be honest with you i thought it would be higher for you i won't lie yeah i Bro, mean it's been that kind of year Yes, it has. It has been that kind of year. I already can't wait to hear what you guys have got in like gold and platinum. <laughs> Mate, I, I mean, know. I know, <laughs> bro. Oh my <laughs> God, dude. Um, This kicks off exactly where Realms of Eternal Decay left, Um, except for the fact that it's got a few super sick guest spots. Alex from Undeath, Tucker from Morbid, Angel... Dazzling, mind-boggling riffage, massive hooks, bulldozer rhythms. It's a really varied album, but mm-hmm. sounds familiar. Like mm. they they haven't really gone out of their wheelhouse. I think the free track run of Star Crusher, Palisite Chambers, and Warp Transcendence. You know, if you're not a steaming puddle of shit after you've <laughs> listened to that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, pal. Just monstrously heavy, incomprehensibly fun, and um, fun is the word, man. And you know, it, the thing is, it's way more mem. It's such a, it's a much more memorable album than Realms of Eternal Decay for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So it was an easy shoe in. Um, yeah, out of heaven, infinite psychic depths. Lovely pick, Daz. Cheers, bro. Oh, well done, mate. Right, Thank pick you. seven. Excuse me. Is for always oh, a different label for once. Transcending Obscurity. Enter. Yeah. This album was 24th of February. It's the debut album from an album that you know I went ballistic about. I think I know this one. Dark Octes. Yeah, I remember you. Prayers to oh. Oblivion. Yeah, I remember you losing your shit about this one, man. Unreal. This is one of those albums that's been uh, affected by everything else coming out and it dropping a bit lower. Yeah, bro. But I had to keep this in the 40. It's phenomenal. 
black and fresh, but I think they label themselves as US black metal. But mm. it's not just that. It's a very sick take on the black metal out uh, genre. Very thrashy and very riffy. The album, it follows the tragedies and events in chronological order from World War One to the Vietnam War. And I think there's only five tracks. So that tells you everything. <laughs> so there are some long tracks on here. Um, so the patterns change from very mellow and sombre to fast and furious. So it gives it real meaning and real understanding of those horrors, mm. you know, from the good times and the bad. Well, it's war, so it's always going to be bad. But eh, never mind. So it has that dissonance flavour and symphonic backdrops. But the guitars are the star of the show, man, on here. If you like albums with great guitar play, this is the one. Shreddy Kruger, Frash. Freddy Kruger, baby. Catchy hooks, Frash-laden vocals that have so much grunt. Definitely at times has that old school Frash blend. Very much like Metallica, 80s era Metallica, but they're in corpse paint. That's what a lot of the time it sounds the like. <clears throat> no, they don't, unfortunately. I remember oh, that's okay. how you described it to me. Yes, it is, yeah, mate. Yeah. Some of the breakdowns, mate, sound like Master of Puppets-esque. Mm. And it's like the fastest thing you've ever heard in your life. And it's just... But then it will disappear. And you won't hear that riff again. It's like 20 seconds, bang, all right, we've done that now. It just it has a lot of those moments on it. And another big balls moment you open up with a near 40 minute track is a bold move. You know, a lot of bands do do it, but it's loaded with character and the structure of it keeps it entertaining. Like those times I mentioned, because you get all these different thrash, these different patterns coming in and out, in and out of the track. So the track doesn't feel like 40 minutes at all. Yeah, yeah. And what's even more incredible, they're a fucking two-piece band, but there's so much energy that they create. It's ridiculous. Production is solid. You can hear every instrument doing its job. Nothing gets lost in the mix. Um, the solos are fucking amazing as well. Uh, artwork is great. It's done by Adam Burke, so you expect nothing less. It's really, it stands out. Um, but yeah, overall, man, this is a blackened fresh album with a real story behind it. But it's something that you will not expect because there's so much in this album. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> and you wouldn't expect it to be on something like Transcendent Obscurity. It sounds very, very different to what they usually have. Mm. So it is, if you haven't checked it out, do it. It's fucking great. Favorite track on it is dead silence you know it showcases that progressive melodic and frantic thrash and it's a 13 minute track so that says tells you everything you need to know so yeah pick seven sarcoptes prayers to oblivion beautiful mate right okay pick number eight is an album i, I mentioned this in our group chat this is an album we've not even spoken about once not even oh, this is it this is not it. in the roundup not even in our group chat. We've once spoken about this record. Um, came out in July on Sergeant House Records. Mutoid Man with Mutants. Oh, my God. <laughs> Steve Stephen Brodsky and um, Ben Kohler from yeah. Converge. Um, 
like I remember when this album came out, I listened to it and I really liked it on first listen. I just didn't go back to it for some reason, probably because of how many fucking records yes. have come out this year. And then I played it again recently and holy fuck, did this album like just burn its way into my brain. Like I've played this so much recently. It's ridiculous. So addictive, so joyous, so fun, um, stuffed full of catchy hooks, choruses that stick to you like super glue, <laughs> like anything Stephen Brodsky's involved in is brilliant. And it is, yeah. a, it's a melting pot of metal, hardcore, prog, um, rock. And it just leaves a big shit eating grin on your face. Every time you listen to this record, Ben Cola smashing the fuck out of them drums. Like he always does. Like it's just a brilliant, brilliant drumming performance on here. Brodsky just writes these ridiculously catchy riffs that don't, sound like they should be catchy do you know what i mean like they're so weird and but it it just makes so much sense and it's just such like i said a fucking real joyous record this is already the soundtrack to next summer because it should have been the soundtrack to this summer but for some reason i left it till the fucking winter you know what i i I didn't do this so i'm gonna oh my god i don't think i I don't think i did it but you kept it quiet you didn't say anything it's i remember maybe i did imagine at a time maybe i didn't but i think it was one of those oh yeah i listened to mutoid man it was wicked and that was it nothing else was then mentioned it's only because i've come back to it recently i was like i'm not going to mention this because i want this to be the surprise one do you know what i mean yeah Um, it is mate i would never have had this but i'm gonna do it Favourite track, the opening track, Call of the Void, is one of the catchiest songs you'll hear anywhere this year. It's fucking always, always stuck in my head, man. It's fucking brilliant. So, yeah, album number eight for me, right old surprise one, Mutoid Man with (laughs) Mutants. Nice. That was a surprise pick, wasn't it? It was, man. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I'm already like noting down like albums to revisit. But, bro, like, this week's going to be a big catch up week or a revisit week, I think. Love those revisit weeks, man. Yeah, man. Right. My next pick is Hella Ruin, Devil's Death and the Dark Arts. I knew this would be. Oh, yes. Can already hear Eric the Viking applauding at his house. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) His coffee. Yes, Eric. Yeah. Watching the Northern Lights. Just like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Mate, unbelievable. This record should. Again, it's another one that should. It should really probably be higher than it is but it is what it is that's the game we play mate that's the game we play mate and i want to play the game with you yeah and we're all (laughs) playing it together it's a really accessible black metal record Mm. this album it's insane like i just found myself going back to it again and again and again and again and it's like super moorish a bit like a grade crack (laughs) (laughs) But, but what I really like about this album is it feels like super dark, but it's really like feels like you're eating a bowl of Rice Krispies. Like it's really light. Snap, like crack, heavy. and pop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can't quite figure out how he manages to do that because it's another one man project and he's a, he's a genius. Yeah. It's, um, it's just a really wholesome and classy album, but it's also like really primitive. And it uses minimal effects and creates maximum atmosphere. Mate, he straddles the line. Crazy. Just straddles. Do you know what I mean? Between two 
yeah opposites constantly it's it's mad yeah it is mad there's a lot of um i would say there's probably a lot of magla influence in here Mm. but that's okay um it performs the night with doom what a track an absolute maelstrom of mellow black metal which will if you close your eyes you'll just be in sweden yeah 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 amazing but what I really enjoyed about this album as well is that um, I think think it's pronounced Car Carcost Carcost uses the traditional black metal highs that are always found within black metal, but he also deploys like a low guttural, mm. which I love that. Yeah, man. I... Uh, you have to have you have to have a little bit flavors, flavors, you yeah. know. And he's just flavors, flavorsome, flavorful black metal. So, yeah, I mean, it's a really beautiful album. Um, blistering drums, incredible melodies, and they just come forth from within the darkness and engulf you. So that was my pick. Uh, Hella Ruin, Devil's Death, and the Dark Arts. Sick fucking front cover as well. Oh, the front cover is one of the best of the year, isn't it? Yeah, it's really so, iconic. In it's it, I think. so good. Like, yeah, it is that black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. Good. The skull. Yeah, it's so good. Class, class. Right. Accessible black metal, you say? Mm. Right. I do. Pick number eight. If this eight is for Moonlight me. Sorcery, I'm turning the fucking, I'm stopping recording now. And that's it. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> oh, God. God. Right. Accessible black metal, you say? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm terrified pick, now. Pick number eight was released 8th of September on the. De- label will give it away eyes oh. and wild records the fourth album yeah 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 go on i know this now Uada, yeah crepsical natura and breathe jim but you're gonna drop a bombshell U- on there, us <laughs> us black metal so after a three-year absence from the release of gin you I can't take re- any more bombs. Fucking we death can't, to Henry Kissinger, <laughs> hey, we mate. Still, we still got two more, mate. We still got two more. <laughs> you are the return, and they return with a different style to their previous albums. Now, I liked Gin, but I found it very, very difficult to really get into. I found mm. it was very long, and there was a lot of parts in it where I just felt dragged. Yeah, And it was one of those, you know, you're clock watching, and it was like, oh, God. It's this- quite a long album. It is a long album, but I just feel there wasn't enough, you know, it wasn't hooking me enough. Yeah. You know, maybe I didn't do it enough. I don't know. But it feels that this album, you know, they started as that murkier band, but this one has better flow to it, more natural sounding style. You know, there's more triumphant moments in it, trad metal vibes, more experimental. It feels every track is more storytelling. So, which means every track clicks a lot better. So the whole album is so much easier to do. More easygoing atmosphere about the album. The guitar, they do retain those rapid black metal, black metal accents. Those tremolos are still heavy and engaging. Catchy harmonies and rhythm. Those trad sort of stroke power metal-esque guitar sounds, especially on the opening track, the abyss gazing back. It's more flow, more looser feel to the guitar. Uh, it should have been released in 2022, but they scrapped it because they weren't happy with production. You know, those last few albums, 
I will admit, sounded fucking incredible. All of them do. This one just sounds great. More grandose. More organic, mate, this one. It's a much more live-sounding, organic-sounding record. Yes, yes. Uh, The mastermind behind the band, Jake Superchi, vocalist and guitarist. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but on my notes, I've got that he's the, the only guitarist in the band because obviously they're a free piece so for one guitar to do all these sounds mate is fucking incredible man you know it's a lot of passion in there a lot of energy and the solos are fucking incredible but it just generates from one i mean we've seen a lot of bands play with just one guitarist and jim we've sort of said how are the guitars sounding like this yeah it's only yeah, one. yeah yeah how do they do it and you get this from this you know, you got Nate on the bass providing those sort of fuzzy motorhead downtune beef, and you got Josh on the cans. It's like the perfect sounding black metal album mm. that you can get because it's so easy to get into. You can pick out everything. Would you say that this is the perfect tonic to gin? Yes. Gin and tonic, mate. Yes. If gin was like this, mate, it would have been. How long were you holding that on? How long were you holding that? I've made a good couple of minutes waiting for the right moment. I think I saw the moment in Jim's eyes. Right, I was just waiting for the right moment, mate. There's a lot of incredible moments on the album. Retraversing the void is a track that sounds very different to what you are to have done before more traditional sounds epic harmonies the drum fills remind me of iron maiden mm. you know what i mean if yeah, they carry yeah. on with this style i feel it's a good path for them to go down to you want accessibility because people are going to listen to your album you know what i mean they, and they've <clears> still <throat> got the balls to end with a 12 minute epic fucking track you know what I mean? All all the tracks of it, five or six tracks, absolutely fucking incredible. Definitely for me, the best work because it's one of the albums that it's got the hooks in straight away. 42 minutes of exquisite black metal that has serious replay factor. It's not like black metal you've heard before. And I like that. And I hope that you are to continue in this vein. Uh, Favourite track, I've mentioned it, Retraversing the Void. So, yeah, pick eight. You are the Crepsicle Natura. Lovely. Right then, from some Pat Butcher black metal <laughs> to my pick with number nine. Oh, it's just number runner nine. up. Number runner nine up. already. Well, mine, my, these aren't in any order, mate. So, oh, okay. this is, but this is an album that blew my top off Ooh. when it came out. Came out in March on Prosthetic, four token with Triumphs. Nice, um, good. Two-piece band: Steve Redmond, Dan Cooley. The musicianship and songwriting on this record are phenomenal. Yes, this is melodic death metal with symphonic black metal elements, folk elements. So you get like riffs that wouldn't sound out of place on a Black Dahlia murder record. And yeah. you know you've got Brandon Ellis dropping a, a, a dropping a guest solo on here, so. Um, that sort of tells you the, the level of brilliance you've got going on here. Symphonics from, I'd say, like a Cradle of Filth or a Demu Borgir record. Um, and then you've got that folky influence, like a Lord of the Rings soundtrack or something. It's a real cinematic, epic sounding record. 
the lead work, especially on him, and Steve Redmond's lead work, sensational, perfectly crafted, technical, but melodic and memorable solos. It's real hard to pick a highlight from this. It's just a brilliant front to back journey of a record. Um, and I've listened to this so much this year, and it's fucking just every time I'm like, yeah. That's fucking brilliant. But The Labours, I'd have to say, if I was going to pick a track, The Labours is so, so good. Absolutely brilliant, brilliant record, this. Yeah, pick number nine for me, Four Token with Triumphs. What nice. album. Glad that's in there, mate. Yeah, cheers, man. My next pick is Ashes, Organs, Blood and Crips oh, from Autopsy. Topsy. Oh, blimey, yeah. son. Yeah. Easy wow. And this is a late... This, this is, is a late, late uh, entry, so, in it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as, as soon as I heard this, it knocked my block off, mate. Instantly in. Instantly in. You know, I mean, I haven't done a big autopsy binge, but I've done it several times over since. And they're easily, like, one of the most, you know, prominent... Influential. Easily, influential, yeah. They're easily one of the most influential. You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they basically created Death Doom. Yeah. And what I really love about this band is that this one is so much more than just a straightforward death metal record. There's bits of stoner rock in here. There's trad metal elements. There's like punk elements in here. They've just infused a bit of everything, but it's just incredible, mate. Like no band is doing it like Autopsy does it, man. They're on a complete streak currently with what they've been releasing over the last several years. As we said, like these OG death metal bands are, they're producing some of their best work to date. Like oh my God, recently. Yeah, yeah. loads of them are doing it as well. It's mad. I mean, there's a song on there called toxic death fuck. And it's amazing. <laughs> it's just like, so it's so good. I just, as I said, it really knocked my block off. Bones to the Wolves, one of my favourite tracks on here. Um, there's thrash-esque songs such as Death is the Answer. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, Chris on his vocals is just at his best, unhinged, unchained, off-the-wall vocal performance. It's an absolute must-listen, mate. Autopsy, Ashes, Organs, Blood and Crips, mate. Lovely stuff. That's amazing. This I didn't see that one coming in your 40, mate. I have to say, I didn't. Oh, I, so did. I kind of I wish it was a bit higher, but like there's just no room. That's the problem. But it's in. But it's in. It's in. And that's in. That's what matters. That's exactly, bruv. Exactly. Right. Pick number nine for me. Released 18th of August on Sentient Ruin. It's the second album from Involtation, Feral Legion. Crikey, son. Yes, yes mate. I know Be- you love this record, but yes. didn't see it as a 40. Yes. yes, bestial death metal, mate, at his best. So after the success of an album that we like, Unconquerable Death, Invultation is a one-man genius and returns with their blend of war and bestial death or carnage death metal, which it should be called. The <laughs> opening intro sounds like you're jumping back into 1988 with a Metallica track. Doesn't last long, though. Then the beast awakens and it just literally tears your throat out. 
retains that blend of extreme juggernaut riffs, chaos blended patterns, but yet retains a technical sense of control throughout. Every track on here has their own identity. I mean, if you've got a track called Severed Umbilical Chaos, I mean, yeah, <laughs> says it all, doesn't it? Guitars have more crunch for me this time round, more pissed off attitude. You know, they're trying to tell you something, a cave-like crunch, but loaded with hooks, sort of black metal sense at times with the atmosphere. But it's, don't get it's death metal 100%, man. Slow groove parts into rapid bedding with axe blast beats, lovely dive bombs into shreddy solos that Dave Mustaine would be proud of. The bass is prominent, keeps the tracks thick and full, feels more technical than previous. I could go on and fucking <laughs> on, mate. <laughs> it's, it's mad, mate. It's barbaric. It's just ridiculous. Blew your scar this one, didn't it? It did. And you the know, first, the one before they blew my scar, but I haven't it did. And it, I was sort, I was like, yeah, it was really good. But this one, I, I don't know. Like you said, maybe th- this type of grindy war bestial it's it's that's that's getting it that's getting in my veins he lives in grind or hempstead yeah yeah Yeah. it's um yeah i think that sort of style is sort of etching into my veins a bit more so this was it stood out straight away man um yeah fucking phenomenal mate it's just so quick furious and it doesn't slow down mate unreal Added, added for re listen week Oh, mate, unbelievable. Favourite track, I mentioned it, Severed Umbilical Chaos. Unbelievable, mate. Rift City. So, yeah, my pick nine, Involtation, Feral Legion. Wicked, man. That's what I love about doing these these uh, these end-of-year things, right? Because I, I kind of think that us three have got very similar taste in music, right? But then when you get to these end-of-year lists, all three of us have very different... Yes, things or qualities that we have in music that we hold on to or we value the most that makes these lists very different when it gets yeah. to yes, and I love that because yeah, man, we're not just picking the same records as each other. Do you know what I mean? And it's it would it, be very boring if we did, isn't it? But really, yeah, there's a lot of scope. Yeah, even though we like the same stuff. There's always there might be the odd ones that are in there, but it's very varied and range, which yeah. is good. Really, it's really good. It's really cool, man. So here we are, then the king <gasps> of bronze. Come on, pick ten, mate. The king of bronze, the king of the tier. This has been the king of the tier all the time. Oh wow! Like, and I'll tell you why it's not higher is because it came out in December last year. But it would have a hundred percent been in my list last year, so yes. it had to be in here. But I felt like a, I felt like it would have been unfair to a lot of great records that have come out this year if I had it a lot higher. So yes. Yes. I put it here. That's December, good, good. yeah, mate. It was that makes sense. You go New through Year's these things in upstairs your, yeah. for thinking, mate. Down, down there, there for dancing, dancing yeah. So <laughs> it came out. I think it was it was New Year's Eve day. If you know what it I was, was yeah, about. yeah, yeah. Came out in closed casket. Eternal sleep with desperate prayer blues. I fucking yes. love this record. Metallic hardcore with like 90s alt flavors. See, Life of Agony, Alice in Chains uh, inspired melodies and hooks. Like musically, this is heavy as elephant balls, man. Like <laughs> loads of stomping riffs. You've got like sludgy 
again, Alice in Chains style, you know them like Rain When I Die slower style riffs. Yes. Um, hard as nails breakdowns, <clears throat> wah-wah solos. Like when it's at its heaviest, it like reminds me of bands like Kublai Khan, that kind yes. of. So you've got that sort of so many flavors to this record that just fucking brilliant man there's like a couple of bluesy like outlaw country style interludes as well which you don't yeah. see i mean that are really yeah. fucking dope um sonically sounds fantastic produced by arthur rizik we said the first of many mentions yeah. a little while ago second yeah. one the guitars on here are monstrous like if you imagine river runs red by life of agony that yeah crunch to the guitars um the drums sound brilliant on here and fuck me does that drama hit hard man on this yes. record yes but i think it's just it, the there's so many vocal hooks and great choruses and the vocals are really varied as well aren't they there's so much going on in them vocals that you just don't know what's going to happen next and yes. it's kind of a great great record um I could have picked a half a dozen favorite tracks off here, but I think my favorite one is Speak Not Speak, um, which is just ridiculously, ridiculously catchy. But yeah, this record, mate, as nearly a year ago, his death, this came but out. It, it wound me up. Why release on 31st of December? They don't I give don't a fuck, get man. it. I know they don't, but it's like if this would have been the other side of the year, I, 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 it's definitely it would have been high up in my list last year it would I have feel been. glad that like jim's got uh you know closure but he's I, been holding on to this for a long time I feel, Jim, I Jim, jim's been saying it all year he's been saying it all year yeah he's been saying it all year yeah it's a testament to how great that album is because yeah like, it is a great album it is and it, it, it winds me up with the release date it should almost exactly like 375 yes mental me like like I've, you know. yeah i've been holding on to this mess yeah, <laughs> so like, yeah the 10th record from the bronze tier the king of bronze <clears> yeah. i anoint you well done the first one you can Eternal be sleep. Now, yeah i can i can rest you easy can now tonight is gonna i be won't great. have yeah i won't have any desperate prayer blues tonight because eternal <laughs> sleep <laughs> oh my king of uh, bronze nice mate what a fucking pick i'm glad Thanks, Mr. Brother. Oh, I am looking it's forward complete. to this one. Come yeah, on, man. No, I don't know what the fuck I haven't got a fucking clue. Here, I don't so. know, Okay, mate. well, I'll tell you what I'm going to drop on you. And I will say again, for the umpteenth time, I'm, you know, it's a record that doesn't deserve to be where it is. It should be higher, but there you go. But he's it's got a king game. title. I was just about to say, it's got king it's, status. It's the king. Yes. It's the yeah. king, yeah. right? Majesty's vast reaches unclaimed. Ooh, yes, mate. Uncle Albert. Lo- yeah. Fucking hell, that is low down. What are you doing? Oh, no, I know. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I think ultimately the reason why it's probably in bronze is because it's essentially not much different to what's been done. I hear you. In yeah, the that's, 90s. that's right? it. It's just an absolutely stunning mellow death record. There's mm-hmm. a love letter to the Gothenburg sound <clears throat> that, you know, um, at the gates and etc. you know, made so iconic and legendary, but it's brilliant. Tanner Anderson, absolute fucking 
musical genius. Yeah, wizard. You know, alongside members from Inexorum as well. Yeah. Brilliant black metal album they released. I think that was last year, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I mean, it's just not massive amounts to kind of say about it, but it's just a truly wonderful and captivating piece of art. Yeah. That you know, yeah, yeah. it feels like it could have been released by a band that you know no one ever heard of that should have been huge in 1994 like an, yes, or something. Yeah, yes. like yeah, an yeah. undiscovered relic in like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Something. It's like dusting off the old fucking tape and that. Yes, like, mate. Oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah, shit? it's one yeah, of those yeah. you would see on Twitter, like, oh, everyone remember this album. Yeah, and just mate. a few people be like, oh my god, yeah, I'm yeah, that one. Band massive, that album, yeah, how weren't they massive? Yeah, it's exactly that. And Tanner injects such great beauty and eloquence and mystique into all the tracks on this record. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's just fucking gorgeous. It is. It is, mate. Like it's the. If you're comparing stuff to like the Jester Race and that, you know you've got a brilliant, brilliant record on your hands, and yeah, it gives me that there. same feeling as that sort of record does. Yeah, so, it takes you straight back to like Prime In Flames. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my uh, King of Bronze with Majesty's Vast Reaches Unclaimed. Beautiful, Daz. Lovely anointment. Oh, yeah, mate. Fucking yeah! <laughs> I want to know what Dan's got. Oh, mate, get Who ready. Who knows, mate? Who knows? Get ready for this one. So, Sleep Token, Take Me Back to Eden is my King of Bronze. My God, no, I'm joking. Daz, don't worry, <laughs> mate. Don't worry, mate. I'm going for, we talked about a legacy band. It's a legacy band that have taken King of Bronze, mate, Ooh. in my list. April 14th. Blackened Records, the 11th studio album from Heavy Metal Royalty, Metallica. Crikey, son. 72 seasons. Crikey, oh blimey. <laughs> it's very difficult to place this. It was very fucking difficult to place this because it was, I felt it needed a king status. And it could have been, it, it was a little bit higher. But like I said, with the influx of fucking albums that we've had, it has recently dropped. stuff has had to move because yes. that's how good some shit has been. Yes. Recently. So this is this is move. It hasn't moved far, but I felt that <clears throat> how could I not give this album? And I know people are going to think, oh my god, why have you got that as King of Bronze? Listen, Metallica. Oh, fucking Metallica. I don't give a shit what they do. They could do a ukulele album. I'd still have it in the top 40. You know what I mean? Unless yeah. it's Lulu, that can fuck right off in the bin. But 72 Seasons is a fucking great album. And it's an album that I've gone back to and listened over and over and over again. And every time I think, fucking hell, I enjoyed that. Yeah. How can it not be in the 40? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's... For me, a perfect continuation from Hardwired. I really liked Hardwired. The first side of Hardwired was phenomenal. The second side had yeah, those patchy, patchy moments until you got to the you know the last track on that second side. But this one, I feel, is more consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it you know yeah, it's a longer album, but I feel it's a better album. You know, it, it sort of worked out more. There's stronger songs on here. You know, it still retains those catchy hooks, those melodies that stay in your head for fucking days, man. Yeah, man. Um, you know, you're not you've 
they've sort of gone back into old albums and sort of brought back certain sounds and rhythms from those previous albums like Lux Turner when they come out. I personally think the title track should have been the first single because 72 Seasons, mate, kicks off. That is a fucking great oh, opening great track, song, mate. Man. And it showcases everything about Metallica, the long intro to a song without any vocals. You know, it's about three minutes until James kicks in. But it's they have this knack of sort of reeling you in, reeling you in, and then they sort of bang you with the catchiest fucking riffs and melodies you can get. The whole album is is layered with standout moments and I find it a very strong album. Yeah, it's a long run time, but there's a lot of albums that have come out even recently that are probably longer than this. Yeah, man. And people rave about them. You know, it I don't think it makes any difference. You know, you don't have to listen to the album in in one point. You can do it sort of half and half. That's how I usually do these albums if they're over an hour long. I sort of take it all, you know, if I do go back to it, I'll go back to my favourite songs, which is pretty much three quarters of the album because it is, you know, a strong album. But it's, I like the way Metallica are going, you know, look at the tours. These songs are massive live. Yeah. They sound incredible. I think it's, you know, if the next album sounds very similar to this, great, because it's probably going to be my 40 again. You know, it's they are continuing to show and they're in their 60s. We've got to remember they're still producing fantastic metal at the end of the day with little sprinkles of the old Metallica that we all sort of love. Yeah. Uh, Favorite track. Now, we did that Metallica episode, didn't we, with Crossbreaker? Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the album one. And I've, I keep changing my favourite tracks over and over again. But I'm sticking with it. It's Chasing Light. Um, I just think that's got the catchy chorus. I love the guitar tone in that. But 72 Seasons is so close behind it. It's unreal. And Screaming Suicide has been my track that I cannot get out of my head. Yeah, it's, just it's a great constantly track, in my head. Fucking great. Yep. Uh, yeah, totally deserving of the King of Bronze standard for me. Yeah. Metallica, 72 seasons. Beautiful. So Eternal Sleep, Majesties, Metallica taking the bronze crowns. So there we are. Bronze tier done, lads. It feels oh. good. Feels good to get that tier done yes. because it's caused yeah. me all sorts of headaches that tier, and it's nice, nice to get that one done. Um, some nice range mixture of fucking albums in there. Death has chucked a couple of curveballs in early doors. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> that's why we everything, love it, mate. Isn't it? That's why, why we love it. We why love, we love the it. curveballs. We love yeah, it, man. So let us know what you thought of our picks. Twitter at Bangers P, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Bangers and Mosh Podcast. Search us up. You'll find us there. We'll be back in a few days Ooh. with the silver tier. But until then.